On today's episode, I have a special guest, Miss Stephanie Gass, who is my podcast coach, and she's going to be sharing with us her seven-step spiritual battle plan. I am super excited about this, and I hope you enjoyed it as well. Let's go. Hello, dear friend, and welcome to the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. My name is Michelle Brown, and I am an enrolled agent and church finance consultant, and I love all things Jesus, church finances, business, and books. In this podcast, we will discuss the ins and outs of church finances and clergy taxes, along with how to serve the local church as a staff member, volunteer, or through your bookkeeping business, all while keeping Jesus at the center of everything you do. So grab your notebook and pen to take some notes. So if this sounds like fun to you, then come on, let's get ready to learn. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 37 of the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. As I stated, we have a special guest today, Miss Stephanie Gass. I'm super excited. I interviewed her a couple of weeks ago, and it's just, Stephanie was instrumental in helping to get my podcast together, and I love that every single thing she does, every course that she sells, every podcast that she does, she doesn't leave Jesus out of it. She leads you to depend upon the Holy Spirit and to remember that God is at the center of it all and why we do what we do. So I thoroughly hope that you enjoy this and I'll come back at the end and do some, um, do a wrap up. But before we get to the podcast, Today is the last day that you can sign up for my bookkeeper's inner circle. What that is, is I am teaching church finances on a group coaching basis. I have a learning hub where you get a monthly training on a a specific topic. We do a live Q&A once a month. You have access to me via email to answer your questions. You have the opportunity to have a one-on-one phone call for up to 15 minutes at no charge, and then you get a discount on my consultation calls if you need more than a 15-minute um, conversation. I am super excited about this. I have had um, been working on this for over a year, and if you are serious about learning church finances, whether you are serving on a church staff, as a church bookkeeper, a church treasurer, a church uh on the finance team, or you're a bookkeeping or tax professional who wants to serve the local church as your clients, you need to get into this. I looked, um, when I started serving on a church staff back in 2012, I had nowhere to turn. I had so many questions because I didn't realize the difference between regular bookkeeping for all the, uh, you know, secular for-profit businesses and bookkeeping for churches. So it is definitely unique, it is different, and this is an opportunity for you to get in um, before we close the doors. Once I close the doors at midnight tonight, I will not reopen until sometime in early uh, 2024. And that is so weird to say 2024. <laughs> so, but anyways, go check it out. It's www.bookkeepersinnercircle.com. The link will also be in the show notes. I do have 12 spots left for this go-round. I would love to have you in there um, just to be with a group of like-minded people who love Jesus and who want to serve the church at their absolute best. So um, check it out. 
And we're, here comes our interview with Stephanie. Thanks and enjoy. Hello, hello, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. As you know, I've been doing a summer series this month on the Bible. We have covered uh, different the differences in the translations of the Bible. We have covered the uh, different types of Bibles that you can get. We've covered resources to help you understand the Bible. And now we are going to do what I think is one of the coolest things. I have a special guest today. And her name is Miss Stephanie Gass, and she is a Christian business and podcast coach. She also says she's a boundary boss, boy mom, and multi-six-figure CEO. She helps women grow their online businesses and make money online using podcasting. And this podcast exists because of the coaching that I received from Miss Stephanie. So I can't expect you to allow me to coach you to in your bookkeeping and in your church finances if I'm not receiving coaching myself. So Miss Stephanie is my podcast coach. She is the host of a top 25 globally ranked business podcast, Online Business for Christian Women. You need to totally go check it out. And she believes it's possible to partner with God to create income and impact without sacrificing your family, your faith, or buying into social media hustle. So hello, Miss Stephanie. Well, hello, Miss Michelle. Thanks for having me. I am super excited to have you here today. Um, Miss Stephanie is going to be sharing with us her seven-step spiritual battle plan, excuse me, battle plan to defeat the enemy. She's going to be discussing and sharing with us spiritual warfare and strongholds from the book of Psalms, chapter 18. So, Miss Stephanie, we're going to jump right in to make sure we can help our listeners to learn as much as possible in as short a time as possible. What is spiritual warfare? Yeah, so spiritual warfare, it comes and manifests in many different ways. We know that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, right? Yes, ma'am. And so spiritual warfare is just an offset of that. It's the enemy coming to steal, kill, or destroy. And that can look like many different things. I know in my life, I've had really big experiences of spiritual warfare. As a kid, I actually experienced like demonic nightmares and visions and things of that nature that were really terrifying as a child. And now as an adult, you know, maybe the things seem coincidental, like, wow, my technology is down for the third day in a row. And at the same time, like I have this really big interview coming up and you recognize and you start to realize that the enemy is constantly at play and not to scare you by any means, but just to know that this is the reality that we live in, right? There are realms, there are, there are good things. We've got heaven on earth and we also have spiritual attacks that we are dealing with. And so to have that kind of foresight into how is the enemy coming at me, my family, my life, my business, those are things that we really want to start to be aware of. So spiritual warfare, any of those attacks that might come at you personally, and the kicker is that there are many of them that you may actually be missing. Right. And that's so true. And what a lot of people don't understand is once you become a born again believer in Jesus Christ, you have no option. You are in warfare. The right. is coming after you and you need to be prepared. So what are the steps to your seven step spiritual battle plan? Yeah. So what happened for me, kind of how this was born is. We had gone on vacation. I have two boys and my son at the time was eight and a half. And my other son at the time was five and a half. 
and they have iPads. And I did all of the things I think good moms try to do. I put the little protections on their iPads. I have them signed up with YouTube kids and we have time limits and all the things. Anyway, come to find out that my son had had started looking up silly songs on YouTube about his brother pooping. Yes, I have my boy mom. So anyway, that search led to butts, which then led to showing clips of literal, like, if you, you know, if you have kids in the room, you might want to have listen later, but like twerking videos from Jersey Shore, like these videos were on YouTube kids and they got through the barriers that I had placed on my son's iPad. Anyway, his uncle ends up seeing some of these things that he's looking at and tells us, and my heart just completely broke. I felt like a failure as a parent. I felt like this was the one thing I had armored my sons up about. I said, if you ever see, you know, naked people on a phone or on your iPad, like you tell me right away, like you will see it, but you, you know, you, this, this is why we don't look at those things. I had had the conversation going for years thinking like I'm in front of this thing. Anyway, so we get my son, we take him to this private room and I'm asking him like, someone must have shown this to you. Like, how did you find this? Like, he's way too young, you know, to know what to look up. And, and he looks me dead in the eye and he said, mom, the devil tricked me. And at that moment, it was like, he's right. Like the devil did trick him. And after we went through the, the search history, we discovered like the devil literally did trick him. Like, one video led to another video. Like my son was not looking for this. It was put in front of him. And I was distraught, Michelle. I mean, everything about like the fears I have as a mom just came crashing down on me at that point. I was just like physically ill. And so we managed our way through the rest of vacation and like bless my son's heart. He immediately recognized, you know, oh my gosh, like, oh, wow. Like this is so bad. So, so, so bad. And so worked on just conversation with him and grace and helping him understand. Anyway, we get home and I'm sitting with God on this thing. And I'm like, how the heck am I supposed to parent if this is what I'm up against? Like I'm doing everything I know how to do to protect my kids. And I just felt like the peace of the Lord drop in and he led me to Psalms chapter 18. And I'm like, okay. So I start reading chapter 18 and this is um this is a psalm of david and he is singing this to the lord on the day that the lord rescued him from his enemies and from saul and i'm reading this like this is interesting and as i as i'm going through the different verses i start to recognize that there are steps embedded in the verses and i'm like okay number one. And I like start circling number one and start kind of dissecting it. And then I go, okay, now what God, number two, number three, I finished up with seven steps and seven is such a biblical number. I'm like, okay, Lord, stamp of (laughs) approval. And I used this myself to get out of this warfare position and take my authority back as a mom and as a parent and to allow God to use the situation for his, for good and for glory. And he has now it's a year and a half later and it's, it was actually such a pivotal, beautiful learning moment that's ended up being really great for both my children. And I knew that God was asking me to create this seven steps, not just for me, but to share it. And so it's been something that um, I brought to the world. I brought to my audience. 
you know, I have a business podcast and this is not a business tool. This is a tool that every single Christian, no matter what it is that you do, but especially those of you who are called to be parents or you're in a marriage or you lead a church or you have some type of mission work on your heart or you help people with their business as a bookkeeper or a church, like you have to know how to battle effectively. So I wanted to lay that groundwork and now we can go through the steps. Is there anything you wanted to say, Michelle? I just think everything you're saying is so relevant. And especially since the bulk of my audience is in serving them in ministry in some capacity, the spiritual warfare is going to be even stronger because we have the opportunity to have a larger impact being in the profession that we do. So I'm ready to hear these seven steps, Stephanie. All right, let's do it. Okay, so you guys get an notebook and pen. You can write these out. You can also go and download a copy of the workbook if you want. It's free at battleplan or stephaniegass.com slash battleplan. So either one. And you also definitely want to have your Bible. So I recommend reading through chapter 18 in its entirety first, then going through it with the workbook. That'll really help it come to life for you. So the first thing, step one, comes from Psalms chapter 18, verse three through five, and it's see the enemy attack. See it. We've got to see it. So reading from uh, Psalms 18.3, I called on the Lord who is worthy of my praise. He saved me from my enemies. The ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me and death laid a trap in my path. So who are your enemies? What is the attack you're going through? What is the stronghold? What is the addiction? All you need to look for are the ropes of death. What are the things that are kind of making you feel like you're trapped? The floods of destruction. Where in your life does it look like there could be some destruction beginning or happening or traps that you continue to find yourself in? Now, this can be internal, this can be external, and this can also just be relational or in your business. Because if you don't see it, that's how the enemy is getting past you. So we open our eyes. And one of the easiest things you can do is pray, Lord, help me to see any of the enemy attacks that I have authority over so that we can be done with this. Like God will help you see them. Or if you're asking, why is this happening to me? Or why do I feel distressed? Or why am I feel discontentment? Or why is my husband always doing this? Or my kids always like, that's probably spiritual warfare that you're going through in that case. So we're going to see it. That is step one. Okay. And in the workbook, what you'll notice, there's some prompts that you're going to go through. You're going to list what it is. You're going to journal over why you think you're going through it. And then lastly, you're going to write down what is truth and what is deception. We need 2020 vision as we move into the next step. All right, cool. All right. Okay. So step two, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to call on God. Call on God. So this is from Psalm 18.3 and Psalm 18.6. I called on the Lord and then Psalm 18.6. I cried out to the Lord. I prayed to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry reached his ears. So we cry out to the Lord. I think it's important that we note here. Uh, David didn't whisper to the Lord, which is okay. But he says multiple times, I cried out. And I think that's something to be said for our posture of surrender when we're going through an attack to be like, like, God, I need you. And maybe cry, maybe it's not 
literal. Maybe it's that he kept praying and praying and praying. Like maybe it's vocally he cried out, but at the same time, like the prayer was constant and consistent because God will hear you from his sanctuary. And in this step, it's pray to the Lord and ask for help. Okay, number three. Step three is we watch God step in. This is the fun part. Okay, like enjoy step three before it gets hard. You know what I'm saying? So step three is watch God. This comes from Psalm 1814 and then Psalms 1816 through 24. This says, he shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. Great bolts of lightning flashed and they were confused. He reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters rescuing me from my powerful enemies, from those who hated me and were too strong for me. They attacked me at the moment when I was in distress, but the Lord supported me, leading me to a place of safety. He rescued me because he delights in me. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. Okay, so what is this saying? This is saying that David called on God, and then God came down, and he shot his arrows and scattered David's enemies. They were confused. So in essence, he weakened the enemy attack. And then what I love so much is it says, he rescued me from those who were too strong for me. So what we hear in this, in this verse is that David actually wasn't strong enough to defeat the enemy, to defeat Saul, right? I'm not strong enough to defeat all the things of the world that are coming to take my kids out as kingdom little world changers that they are, right? We are not strong enough sometimes to overcome the addictions or the strongholds or the infidelities or whatever the things are that we're facing in our life. But the point is, is that God is. So when he came in, he weakened the enemies and created a level playing field. I think that's so critically important here. And I think that's one of those hallelujah passages. I get so excited when I read that passage. Oh, and me too. I love it. <laughs> Okay, so now we move to step four, and this is where it gets real. <laughs> so step four comes from Psalms 18, 32 through 36. And this one is get equipped by God. Okay, so it says, God arms me with strength. He makes my way perfect. He makes me sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hands for battle. He strengthens my arm to draw a bronze bow. You have given me your shield of victory. Your right hand supports me. Your help has made me great. You've made a wide path for my feet to keep them from slipping. So what this means is that David, he actually gets trained. He actually is given the equipment, so to speak, right, that he's going to need. And he's trained. He's strengthened. He's supported. It's basically, a, you know, this prophetic moment of like, I'm getting ready for something. I'm getting ready. So God weakened all my enemies. And now I am being called to the front lines and I'm being prepared. I'm being readied. I'm being strengthened and we're being equipped. So that's what's happening in step four. And what I have you guys do in the workbook in step four is list the ways that God equips you. And then journal over the equipping that you've received and write a thank you letter to God. Because, like I said, we would be unable to win some of these battles if it wasn't for step three and step four. Right. All right. 
Okay. Death bot. Here's where it's, we're all like, okay, Band-Aid's been ripped off. Step five, we go to battle. And I think this is where so many people stop. Michelle, you know, this is my my experience with people is they're like, well, I prayed. Well, God moved a little bit, but it's still happening. And what I learned as I was going through this, because this is the situation I was in, I wasn't aware that I had a step five, six, and seven. I thought, well, I'm doing everything I can do as a mom that's been called to protect these kids. No, I wasn't. And what made it very clear in, in step five, I needed to go to war. I had to go to battle. So this comes from Psalms 18, 37 and 38. I chased my enemies and caught them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I struck them down so they could not get up and they fell beneath my feet. Woo-hoo! So David, yes. Amen. David chased the enemies, caught them, struck them down, and conquered them. And this is the part where I think we have to grow in our authority over our stronghold, our addiction, our warfare. Like, we are not a victim. That's the lie. That's the deception. You're a victim. Stay stuck. Allow this to happen. Allow all this oppression to be going on. Allow this thing. And not to say God doesn't allow bad things to happen because sometimes that's part of the greater plan. So it's the trust component. But at the same time, like I'm going to fight against every, with every piece of who I am through the power of Jesus Christ and the anointing of the Holy spirit and take my life back. I am, my children are untouchable. Like try to touch them and watch Jesus come down. Like watch God come down with his fiery arrows. Like you are you are completely not allowed to touch my kids in the name of Jesus. And so that fighting, that fighting component had to happen for me on a spiritual level as well as a physical level. I had to understand how to protect them at a deeper level, how to, you know, make sure that they were safe if they were using technology. And then my prayer life had to get way more activated. So that is step five. Right. Now, yeah. I was just, what the thought came to my mind is that not only applies to your children, but that applies to your marriage. That applies to your business, to your employees, mm-hmm. to everyone that's in your inner and immediate circle. We need to be in battle for them. Yes. Yes. And that's, and that's the thing. Like, we are, we can be soldiers here. And it's that the fight, I think what I took away, like, as I walked through that and as you guys are listening right now, What's the battle you're in, Mm -hmm. wherever it is, whichever area of your life, the battle, it seems big and hard and scary, but it's actually not right. The battle, the battles have already been won that can be won because the books in heaven are already, already flushed out. It's already been written. And sometimes God is waiting on us to just activate the step five. Like we can quickly move through step one through four. But it's usually the step five and the step six and the step seven that we are delaying on, whether knowingly or not. And so looking for where's the battle, target it, go after it, get it done, go as forward as you can, as fast as you can and move through it um, and know that the next battle will be waiting. And like, we're constantly going to be showing up. And honestly, for me, I think if that sounds like a lot. There's so much peace now, though. Like, even if a battle comes up, I realize how quickly that it can be handled, how quickly 
the victory can be can be won because I have the steps. Yeah. So don't be afraid of this process. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, next step. Step six is from Psalm 1843, and it is receive God's victory and anointing. So David says, you gave me victory over my accusers, and you appointed me ruler over nations. So not only is our God so sweet to fight for David, equip David, give him everything he needs, give him the confidence to win, but then he like one-ups it or a hundred ups it and he appoints him ruler over nations. Mm-hmm. It's just like God to be like that good. You are obedient to this fight that is probably scary and probably hard. And because you are so you're so here for the battle and you're here and you're trusting me in it, there's a gift for you at the end. And there's victory and there's anointing that comes with every battle that you win in the name of Jesus over your life, over your business, your marriage, your finances, your health, there is a victory and anointing inside of getting to the other side of the fight, which I think is so cool. It is. And God is so much more cooler than people think that he is. And he has so many more blessings that he wants to give that people, they don't expect them. So they don't grab a hold of them. They don't look for them. Yes. God wants to bless you. I always think of it like, you know, you have this child and they've done something really incredible and you've thought of the perfect gift for them and you're surprised, you're going to surprise them. Like money is no object. It's this one beautiful moment where all of the things they've worked so hard for, you're like, look, I got you this thing to commemorate what you've done. I'm so proud of you. And they see it and they like secretly want it and go, oh, no, no, no. Like, I can't accept that mom thinks anyway. Yeah. It's almost, it's like, like it hurts, you know, like as the gift giver, it actually hurts worse to not, for someone to not receive the gift that you have for them than it does your time and effort. Like we want to buy the gift. I think that's the mindset that I've come to, to get to. Cause I was definitely that person. Like God wants to give us these beautiful gifts and he actually wants us to accept them. So if that helps anybody. <laughs> yeah. And the greatest gift that he gives us outside of our salvation in the Holy Spirit is that peace that you talked about. That is, yeah. that is priceless. priceless. It's priceless. It's priceless. So the final step is from Psalm 1849. And this says, for this, O Lord, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. So it's to praise God and give him glory. You know, when God walks us through these, whether the, the thing that you've overcome is small The thing with my son was relatively small in the grand scheme of things, but to me, it felt like a mountain, you know, Um, I've gone through things in my business that felt like a mountain and they, at the end of the day, ended up being a pretty small thing because God had it all figured out. And so just walking through and trusting him and allowing God to get you through to that other side. The final step is that David, he didn't keep it to himself. He shared. And one of the things that we're all called to do, especially those of you who are you're linked up with the church and, and you, you know, you're working with the staff and you have people that you meet that go to the congregation and even in your day to day life, you've gone through the trials and the strongholds and the addictions and all the things that you've had to go through and eventually overcome, I believe, for a purpose. And that purpose is often to share with someone else who you then become the light in their life. 
And that becomes a life vest or, you know, that saving grace for someone else to say, if they did it, I can do it too. And glorifying God through your story, right? Like, well, God helped me with this thing and he gave me the way and he redeemed my business failure. He redeemed this addiction that I had, like praising God and giving him glory just allow that to be something that bubbles up and bubbles outward because it's such a beautiful ripple effect. And then friend, you rinse and repeat. (laughs) You go through (laughs) different battles in your life and different battles in different areas of your life. And I I can tell you, I've used this in so many different areas and it's just such a beautiful blueprint from God. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, I absolutely love it. So do you have any last tips or a prayer Um, for our listeners? You know, the only tip I really want to leave you with is that we have to have an eternal focus, right? Like all the stuff I've talked about today, it has to do with this side of heaven, with the things that we face that are hard, that are heavy, but they're so temporary, you know? And so keeping your eyes fixated and focused on eternity, eyes on God, eyes on salvation. And, and lastly, just doing what you can do that day. I think when we're in battles and when we're following this battle plan, it's easy to look to like, well, how long is this going to take God? And man, today stunk. Like I didn't make any headway or, you know, the business is still failing and it's been three weeks and I've been fighting for this thing, whatever it might be. Um, to just really lean into like, what can I do today in the, in the steps that I'm in in the battle and just working on that trust factor and the peace that God has the next step. He's got the way he's the way maker. He's got the answers. He's got the perfect, he has everything in it. And sometimes it's relinquishing the control over the when and the how that actually produces the fruit. So maybe just working on that in, in your spirit and in your prayer life, because the time's going to pass anyway, and we already know how it all ends. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, all right. So, where can my audience find you and connect with you? Because I think everybody in this world needs to meet Miss Stephanie Gash. She's phenomenal. Aww. And so, how can they do that? How can they find you? You're so sweet, Michelle. Well, thank you for having me. And friends, if you want to come hang out, the best place is my podcast. It's called Online Business for Christian Women. Men are, of course, welcome. Um, And in ministries, anybody, you can come learn about how to grow your online audience or your reach or ultimately even make money from something like a podcast. And then my website is stephaniegass.com, and that's spelled S-T-E-S-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S.com. I've got all the free gifts over there and different ways that you can connect with me. And then the lastly is grab the battle plan, which I would just hope would bless you. Um, it's completely free. You can download it. It's got some free clickable different bonus trainings in here that have to do with this topic as well. And that's stephaniegass.com slash battle plan. All right. Awesome. Miss Stephanie, I cannot thank you enough for taking out of your busy schedule to uh, spend with us today. It has been a true pleasure. And I know that my listeners will be blessed by this. And if they will do the battle plan that you have given us, they will have success. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thank you. Have a blessed day, ma'am. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. 
And how was that? Did you enjoy that as much as I did? She's awesome, isn't she? <laughs> so want to make sure that you check the uh, show notes and get your free download. Get your copy of her seven-step spiritual battle plan workbook. It is cool. It is wonderful. And Stephanie, thank you so very, very much for being a guest on my podcast. Thank you for everything that you have taught me so far and that I continue to learn from you in your podcast and being in your group. So um, that's going to wrap it up. And as always, I will always close with let's strive to make an impact and not just an income. And always remember to look your best, do your best, and be your best. Until next time, my sweet friend. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. If you learned something new or were inspired in any way, please do me a huge Omongo favor and leave me a fantastic five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people to find the show. And then share this episode with someone who you think it could help. Until next time, my friend, be blessed.